Hey mamas, it's me, Cat B. Welcome to the Days Are Long podcast. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Come join us for some real talk about motherhood. We are here to collaborate, commiserate, hopefully cheer you up and cheer you on. Uh, we're basically here for all of it. So let's dive in. Hey mamas, welcome to this episode of the Days Are Long podcast. I'm your host, Kat. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited that you're here today because today's episode is a very special one. You get to listen in on my conversation with Brittany Fiddler. Brittany is a mom as well as a professional musician and singer, and she is one third of a band called The Heels. The Heels, if you have not heard of them, are making a name for themselves in the country music scene, and they also tour internationally, which might make you wonder, how on earth does Brittany continue to pursue her childhood dream of being a professional musician while still managing all of the busyness of being a mom of a young child? I loved this chat with Brittany because we got to cover some really important and really interesting topics. We talked about everything from deciding when is the quote-unquote right time in your career to have a baby. Uh, We talked about the fear of judgment, working in a male-dominated profession like she does when she was getting ready to announce her pregnancy to people. And we also talked about how Brittany's been able to maintain her professional and artistic identity as a musician and band member, even though her life has changed dramatically since having a kid. And we talked about the sense of bliss and joy that she felt returning to the stage uh, for the first time after she had been on maternity leave. We also talked about a couple topics that are particularly near and dear to my heart, and I know they are to a lot of you listening as well. We talked about mom guilt, the ever-present mom guilt. I think we need to do an episode specifically on mom guilt um, and how mom guilt creeps in and how Brittany has learned to manage it. We also talked about the importance of continuing to pursue a job you love for the sake of showing our daughters, Brittany has a daughter, as do I, for the sake of showing our daughters what is possible and what opportunities are available to them if they want to reach out and grab them, Uh, as opposed to the common misconception or stereotype that's out there that if you are a mom who's pursuing your career in a serious way, you are somehow doing so at the expense of your relationship with your child, which I just don't think is the case. And just a bit of background on how I came to find out about uh, Brittany and the Heels. I first heard about the Heels in March 2022, uh, just a few days before I saw them play a live show in my city. And at that time, post-pandemic, like so many other people, I had really, really missed going out to live shows and concerts. And the Heels were so fun to watch. They put on such an energetic, entertaining show. Uh, not to mention they're just very talented uh, singers and songwriters. So it was such a blast. I find their songs really clever and fun and catchy. So if you haven't heard of them or checked them out, I definitely encourage you to do so. Uh, And during that live show, one of the band members mentioned that Brittany was three weeks postpartum. Three weeks! I was blown away. (laughs) She was up there like looking all glam, Um, shaking her thing, singing her heart out. And I was thinking back to how I looked and felt at three weeks postpartum. Uh, I don't even think I had started this podcast yet at that point, but I decided that night that if I made a go of it, I wanted to interview Brittany to hear what it was like for her to embark 
on motherhood while still following her professional dreams. I hope you enjoy listening to this one-on-one chat with Brittany Fiddler of The Heels as much as I enjoyed talking with Brittany and getting to hear her story. So without further ado, this is Brittany's story. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Days Are Long podcast. It's me, Kat. I have a special guest here today. I have Brittany Fiddler. Hey, Brittany. Um, Brittany's here to talk to us about the melding of motherhood and professional aspirations, um, which is something that we have in common. Brittany is a member of the uh, country band The Heels, and uh, I'll let you. I'll turn it over to you just quickly to give us a quick intro about yourself. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm from a band called The Heels. We formed about six or seven years ago in North Van. Um, yeah, we created a band based on healing. So that's where our name came from. We got together just to make music to feel good and it kind of turned into a band. So it was a, a business owner of a cafe, uh, me, the barista, and a customer who got together and made a band. Love your origin story. <laughs> I think that's so fun. And you guys have been, so you've been making music together for six or seven years. You are, is, are you about to release your third album? Yep. Third album. We released one okay. single off it so far and we'll release a few more and then the album this year. And I guess like just going back like a little bit further than like Brittany, the musician, like how, did you always know you wanted to be in music? Was it always like something you knew you wanted to pursue for yourself? Yeah, definitely. Um, I have like tons of family who are all in music, whether it's professionally or just a hobby. But um, when I was a kid, I just, every family gathering, there was people playing music and dancing and singing. And I just assumed when you got older, that's just what humans did. Like I thought adults just played music. So I just assumed that that's what I would do. And I loved it so much. It was, it made me so happy. And I uh, just started singing at a really young age with my dad. And he started teaching me how to harmonize. Um, when I was a kid and then um, set up a little recording studio in my bedroom, like a cassette recording kind of booth in my closet. And I just loved it. So I, I never stopped since then. I was the geek who like decided at age 10 that I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. So like that was, that was my like childhood. <laughs> you're just, you're just cooler. Um, <laughs> but I think that's so neat to like see the, like where it starts for people, like how, how far back it sometimes can yeah, go. Yeah, totally. And you have a daughter, is that right? I do. She just turned one. Oh, is she crawling, walking? She's uh, taking steps. So she's taking yes. like about 30 steps total, like at a time. Um, but she's not like fully walking around yet. She just walks like from like the couch to the counter and holds on, you know. Oh, enjoy those days before they start like running all over. <laughs> then like all bets are off. I feel like as soon as, and then, well, it's a new phase every time, of course, right? Now my daughter, who's just about, to turn three, she can like reach the countertops. And I'm like, oh no, now the countertops aren't safe. Oh, I get um, <sighs> warned about the next phase a lot. <laughs> yes, that's a thing that seems to always happen, huh? It's like, well, just you wait. Yeah, exactly. Like the next thing. Um, so I'm curious to know, like, sort of going back, like, at what point, um, or like when, or how did you decide that it was sort of the right time? for you and your partner to start a family, like knowing that you were still like going full, you know, full speed ahead with your music career? Yeah. So it was like the pandemic <laughs> happened 
And mm. we didn't know how long that was going to go for. Um, we got engaged in June of 2020. So right at the beginning. Um, and we didn't expect it to even go that long at the time. Then we started planning a wedding for the summer later, like or the next summer, not like the 2021. And we thought for sure, like we could have it that summer. Um, of course, that didn't happen either. And <clears throat> and then in spring of 2021, we were like, okay, well, we don't know how to plan a wedding right now. Like we can't, <laughs> we unless we want to just elope, um, which we didn't. So, but, but we were also like, well, we also don't want to like wait. We don't know. This could go on for years. We don't want to like wait forever to have a baby. And we're like, well, why don't we just do it opposite? Um, we're not going anywhere. We're not on <laughs> tour. It's kind of like the perfect time. We felt like we were at like an age we wanted to start trying to have a baby and then we just immediately got pregnant. <laughs> I love that. It's like kind of just switching it around. Like, yeah, we're not going anywhere right now. Might as well. Might as well make a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Every, yeah. yeah. Can only do stuff indoors at that point anyways. Yeah. And, and like, honestly, that was a, a little bit of a blessing for us because I had always been worried about like, there's never going to be a right time. Like there isn't anyways, like a perfect time. But I thought like, oh my goodness, like being on the road so much, like, how are we going to do this ever? And then it was like, wait a sec, we're actually home. Like, this is the time. Let's just do it. This is this is our chance. So like about that. So like the music industry, like you don't really think of, you don't think so much of like music industry and like working moms, like succeeding. Um, so I'm wondering about that a little bit, like what, what it's like um, in your industry, what you were sort of expecting, what kind of reception you were expecting from people and um, maybe what you've, what you have faced or, and maybe how it's different from what you thought. Yeah. I was so scared. Like when I, when I found out I was pregnant, it kind of, like I said, it happened immediately. So I didn't really have a chance to really think that much about it anyways, um, about it being like an actual reality. And I was just like terrified. Like I was so scared, <laughs> more scared than I actually needed to be. Because once I started to tell like members of our team, um, as the months went on, I just, it was, I was shaking. Like I was so scared. I thought I was like doomed <laughs> just because of like what we've kind of been conditioned to think. And everyone was so happy and excited for me. Like not one person shook their head or tensed up or like had a weird face or anything like that. Like everyone was just celebrating and that like, oh my God, the, the weight off my shoulders was just insane. Um, and I knew it was going to be challenging. Like I knew, of course there's, it's, it makes it harder definitely like I'm not gonna say it's like easy or easier in any way but it is all about the team around you and I think that's been like so helpful for me especially like from the very beginning like telling like it showed me that I'm working with the right people awesome yeah no kidding when you get that kind of you get to sort of bear your soul and be like this is what this is the life change I'm about to go through and the people like show their show their colors in like the best way so what's like going into it, like being scared? Cause I feel like that's something a lot of um, women can relate to is like, there isn't often an ideal time in your career to be like, now's, now's the time to have a baby. What were the fears? Was it sort of fears about like not being able to like move as fast as you wanted your career or was, sort of, was it more about like what people were going to think or assume? When you said move as fast, I actually thought you meant like being pregnant. Oh, <laughs> that too. Because <laughs> we have to move. We do have to move fast physically. Um, 
what was I really worried about? I, I probably the judgments and being uh, Mm -hmm. like with the judgments, like people maybe not wanting to work with us. Um, I mean, I can't say I've had no judgments towards me. Like I, I definitely have, but I, I guess I don't really let it affect me too much because I know we all believe we can do this with, with children. My daughter's the first one in our group. So we're all like, we call it our band. We're all (laughs) learning how to have this baby on the road. Um, We've been conditioned to believe that you can't do both, especially in a very, uh, I feel like, I mean, a lot of industries are very male dominated or have been in the past. Mm -hmm. And um, so that automatically makes you assume that, that a woman can't do both um, easily anyways. But I really think it just depends who you're surrounding yourself with and who your support system is, because as long as you have support, it's a, it's a, like, I think a lot of us can identify with that, that sort of feeling daunted about like going back into the job, like the career that you know and know how to do, but don't, don't know how to do it yet with a baby like on your hip. So what are the, like, what would you say are some of the most like notable changes for you and like how you, how you show up um, as, as a musician? Um, I would say the biggest changes and things I really have to think about now are, well, definitely having someone like a grandparent along with us at each show, or, um, sometimes like my bandmates fiance will come keep her busy for an hour (laughs) or however long, but the, the times of the shows, because there's bedtime and she needs me to go to sleep. That's hard. Um, so sometimes she's just up late (laughs) and it's just like the way it has to be and she's honestly a really really good in those situations like she loves the entertainment thankfully we have her headphones and she watches and she's excited thankfully like I'm very grateful for that otherwise I would feel horrible and then yeah traveling there's just like more to think about I think a really big thing I noticed which is such a tiny small thing I wouldn't have even thought about before but um being like three girls when we're on the road we can just like pull over at a coffee shop and just jump out and grab things and jump back in the car and like, like just be quick about things. And like, and now I'm like, okay, well you guys go, I'm going to stay because it's, I'm not going to get her in and out of the car seat and like things like that. Like uh, it's that bit of freedom that I, I mean, I've adjusted to now, but definitely at the beginning, I missed that a lot. (laughs) not going to lie. It was like just the ability to jump out and grab a coffee and jump back in, you know, but it's so funny. smallest things right like it can just be the smallest things sometimes yeah little little things and of course it's just phases and it's going to come back and it's not forever and and another one I've been asked this a few times if it's changed like who I am in the band and I was thinking the obvious answer would be yes but it's really not (laughs) I feel like the same person when I'm in the band like when we're on stage when we're in interviews um, when we're all just hanging out I don't feel like mom in the band I feel still like Britney in the band so that's kind of nice it's it's still you still have your I don't want to say identity because it's not really but it kind of is that piece of you you know yeah that piece like your professional your professional self your professional identity is still like yeah still fully intact like it's not it's like that didn't go anywhere yeah exactly I think too yeah like the the fear of sort of getting back into it at least for me like yeah can I do this how am I gonna like I've been away from it for however long and like, do I have, you know, is the lack of sleep going to affect me or is this, you know, or the bed, bed times, bath times, nap times, things going to affect me. And it's hard to, 
know until you get in there and you're like, but it feels, did it feel good for you? Like, I remember it feeling good being like, yeah, baby, like I'm back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, you were actually at my first show, our first show back, um, after Paige was born. Um, that was three weeks after Paige was born, which was too soon for me. (laughs) Um, but she was two weeks late. So, um, it just, the show was booked long before she was born. So, it just, we just had to do it. We're on contract and, um, it was a lot, but it was so much fun. Like I just remember going out there and just feeling like this pure bliss joy. It is, it's just the best feeling to be able to do what you love to do as well as being a mom. Yeah. And I still can't believe that you were like up on the stage, like at three weeks postpartum, like it was, I I was gobsmacked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's not like we had met, like I just was at the show and was like, what? This woman is three weeks postpartum but yeah there's something about like it's not it's the it's the and I like to always say it's like the and not the or like you shouldn't have to be one or the other it's like how can we figure out how to do both of these things and like what are the yeah what are the what are the ways to achieve that and like so having a team around you sounds like it's been a big one for you um also you can tell that you really love what you do so that must help yeah yeah and I I want her to also know that she can do what she loves to do when she gets older. That's okay. I'm so glad you touched on that because that's actually a big one for me that like having, showing my daughter that like I have this other piece of myself. Maybe it's not a separate me, like I'm still her mom, but there's this piece of me that goes out into the world and like kicks ass and does these things and has this whole area of interest and expertise. And that like, that is entirely not just possible, but like well within her reach. Yeah. Um, so I find that so interesting that you did. Have that mm-hmm. My next question is uh, mom guilt. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? What do you do about it? How do you deal with it? We all get it. So maybe I don't need to ask that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it big time. Um, I get it. I feel like I just get it all the time. Like, I mean, a big thing is my phone. I try not to be on it very much, um, but my whole work is on my phone when I'm not playing it. It's like yeah. a lot of people's are now and that's hard. Um, it's like anytime I'm away from her, which is definitely something I need to work on because I want her to like be okay eventually being away from me as well. <laughs> I don't, I know mm-hmm. it's not anything I'm doing wrong. Um, i trying to think. I know there, there's like some big ones. Oh, when I feel like I've hit a wall, <laughs> like when I feel oh. like I can't do this today or anymore today it's like the end of the day and I'm just like done I remember uh probably a couple weeks ago my dad came over and I had just had one of those days she was like exceptionally fussy I don't know if it was teething I'm trying to be just like calm and I was like throughout the day but inside I was not and he got here and I just like handed her and I ran upstairs and I just cried in the bathroom and I just like broke down and I was like and then it just like guilt hit me for doing that. And, yeah. and it doesn't last very long. And, but it's like, those are like, obviously, like, I feel like every mom experiences that, but it's still, that was heavy guilt. Yeah. So overwhelming when it like hits like that, right? Yeah. Especially when I feel like she's fussy and needs me. And I know that. And like, I mean, she has so many people around her that love her and care for her, but no one is mom. So when I feel like I don't have more to give, then I just feel so sad. Totally. Um, and do you get the like, 
I'm assuming you're probably like the default parent. Like she, you know, she needs you to go to sleep and like, there's things, there's things that just nobody else can do. I found I was starting to get like, yeah, like frustrated and almost like resentful at times being like, ah, like no one else can do, like it has to be, has to be me. But then of course those are so special as well. I don't know. Very conflicted. I feel conflicted a lot as a mom. Definitely. It's so bittersweet and it's way more sweet than bitter, but it is, it is hard, especially when I'm like, okay, I, I actually can't do this thing. Like I can't leave her with someone and go to this show. Like she has to stay with me. Yeah. Just sometimes there's like no, yeah. Sometimes you're just like at your own personal limit and there's just like no give like in the situation or in what your child needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Um, So one other thing I wanted to pick your brain about was like, has your sort of concept of like what your career success might look like, has that changed at all for you since having a baby or for better, for worse, for in any way? Or like, are you still like, I can achieve all the same things, like all the same milestones, all the same goals that I like, do you still have all the same goals and think like, yeah, like, fuck it. Like I've, I've got, I can do these things. Like they're still there and I'm still going to achieve them. Or is that like shifted at all? I think it's all pretty much there. Um, the only thing that's maybe changed a bit is, um, permanently moving my location because we were going to move to Nashville, but now we've all kind of dug in our roots throughout the pandemic. Um, but -hmm. we spend so much time there and we jump back and forth anyway, so much that it doesn't really feel like I'm uh, missing too much by staying here. Um, because yeah, the spontaneity, like we talked about before and just being more adventurous, I guess before, (laughs) like I would Mm -hmm. get Mm -hmm. up and go or had the ability to, which I don't anymore. That's really the only thing that's maybe changed, but but we would still go if the opportunity came. So it hasn't really changed that much. <laughs> I think that's great because sometimes, yeah, sometimes I worry about my own, like that I've changed my parameters or that I've like, like am I shooting for something like lesser now that I have a baby and that I, yeah, I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. Um, I, could, I could see that. Yeah, I guess some of that's it, some of it too. Like we... I find I start to worry about things that like are way down the road. I'm like, I don't actually have to worry about that yet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So one of the things that I noticed when I was looking at your guys, like social and um, website recently was that you have very like visibly put out there, like your, your new single has a photo of you, like fully, like, I don't know, eight or nine months pregnant. It looks like. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious, like, what the motivation was behind that. Because, I mean, I think it's awesome. Um, but it's obviously not, like, that common. We put that out there to to encourage other women in the industry or any industry that that you can do both. Just exactly what we've been talking about. It's, it's really, um, what's the word? I guess just, like, intimidating or challenging for women. And I know for myself, when I found out I was pregnant, I immediately connected with other women in the industry, like other artists who had just had babies or were pregnant themselves and told them they were like one of the first people I told just because I was so scared and I wanted the support. And um, it was just so empowering for me to see other women doing that. So we're hoping to do the same for others. It's interesting. I think how that immediate, like how immediately that kinship 
forms. It's like, it's like, it's already there. Yeah, definitely. And like immediately they wanted to like support and help and like any questions, like they're just like any questions you have, please. Like I want to help. And like, I want to like share my experiences and happy to help in any way. So it was just really nice. Which again, like, uh, I just, like I'm happy that we're talking about the stuff because like the stereotypes and some of the like, you know, things that get thrown around about like how, you know, women are, you know, the most catty towards other women and like, don't want other women to succeed. And it's like, actually, no, like, I don't think that's true at all. Like women really want other women to succeed. And like, if, I don't know if you bring that energy and like, it sounds like that was your experience as well. And it's been mine, but um, that's one thing that, yeah, I will say bothers me about like professional life in general. It's like, oh, there's only going to be so much room for women in this, in this crowd. So it's like, if it's one of you, then it's not the other. And I just don't think that has to be the case. Yeah. And also, I don't know what it is about getting pregnant, but it's like all of a sudden walls come down between women and they just want to help. It's like the, like being in the toilets, like at the bar, like needing a tampon, just like all of a sudden you've got like four tampons being handed to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, awesome. Is there anyone who like saved your ass lately? Who like really came through in a pinch or did something that you didn't know you needed? Yeah. My mom, my mom came to visit and she doesn't come to visit that often. So that was really nice. They like, they've got this, they don't see each other that often because like, because of the ferry and everything, but they have this bond. Like they just are so connected Mm. and it was really nice. It was nice to see because it kind of like reminded me of when I was a kid with my mom, like the way that she is now with my daughter, it like kind of like made her kind of come alive and and be this mom that I remember her being when I was a kid so um and then I could just catch up on my phone and and do things without having to worry about her so that was really nice isn't that the best like having your own mom there because you have like complete and utter confidence like she's she can handle it and then it's so it's so nice to actually get that like mental break and yeah and there's something about like the mom's mom you know because yeah I mean, all grandparents are amazing, but at least all her grandparents are amazing. Um, there's something about the mom's mom because it's the same like DNA. Like our voices are similar. <laughs> we probably smell similar or something. Like there's something there that is yeah that connects them. That's true. I hadn't thought about it that way. But there's probably yeah all those like things that that all those resemblances. Mm-hmm. I think so. That we have yeah. Um, that probably explains like why like when I was holding my nephew one time, he, he's started to like squirm and try and like go for my boob. <laughs> he was like looking for the milk. I was like, yeah. <laughs> wrong, wrong yeah. sister, here, buddy. <laughs> let me, let me hand you over. But he was just like, Oh, you smell like milk. You sound like my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, a quick game of this or that, if you're yep. up for it. Okay. Um, sweet or savory. Oh, oh! I don't know. It's both. It's both. It depends. <laughs> I'm gonna say sweet right now. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, like, what is it? Yeah. What is it today? I guess right now because some of them. Yeah. Don't feel like you need to commit to this for for life. Um. Co- are you are you coffee or tea? Coffee. Same. Um. Summer or winter? Winter. 
Ooh. Um, I love, love, love the snow. That's my favorite. But I love the summer. I'm just glad that it's short here because I don't like the heat all the time. Yeah, fair. I also melt in the heat. Are you more fries or salad? <laughs> Is that brain or heart? <laughs> <laughs> I think both is also an acceptable answer considering whenever a restaurant will let me order both, I I do. I was going to say, I usually do half and half at a restaurant. Yeah, totally. Um, Are you more, would you say introvert or extrovert? There's this thing and I think it's called omnivert. It's like an introvert and extrovert. And that is like me to a T. I don't really, I'm not neither. I think there's like this whole like, like secret category of us out there where it's like we can be extroverted but we truly like need that like alone downtime to feel whole again yeah okay so not alone in that um road trip or airplane trip Mm, pre-baby road trip now plane now plane okay um disposable diapers or cloth diapers disposable i know me too i wish i wasn't yeah um uh, if given the option, would you go for a bubble bath or a beach walk? Beach walk. Um, heels or flats? I have to say heels. Uh, yeah, that was a it's like trick question. No, it, that has to be that. Um, would you rather have a good sleeper in your baby or a good eater? Sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. There's really no. But yeah, there's no substitute. But both, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if possible. <laughs> And last one, and this might not be a fair question, but Dolly or Shania? Oh, that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) Both in spades. (laughs) Totally both. But I grew up idolizing Shania and singing all her songs. So if I had to choose, I guess Shania, but I love both. Okay. So before we wrap up, um, any plans for the heels? What's what's next on the agenda for the heels? Yeah, we have um, a couple shows in Canada three I think so far coming up in the next couple months and um and then we head down to Nashville again and then we actually are going down to Texas for a few weeks so that'll be really fun although Texas in July might be ridiculously hot <laughs> too too much for our our pale yeah, flowered Canadian, <laughs> Canadian selves to handle yeah um and where can people find you uh, online and on social? Uh, we are at The Heels Music on all social platforms. Uh, theheelsmusic.com. Kyla, um, my bandmate, she makes our, our whole website. So she has all the links on our website. And uh, YouTube, same thing, The Heels Music. Just don't search The Heels, otherwise you get a whole bunch of shoes. We didn't really think about that <laughs> <laughs> before when we made it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so at the Heels Music, and um, well, thanks so much for coming to chat. This has been really fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for reaching out. This has been the Days Are Long podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. And before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode of the pod or any of the other episodes you've listened to, please click the share button and share this episode to your social media. You can do this directly from the app that you're using to listen to this episode right now. Shares on social media and reviews in Spotify and Apple Podcasts really do make a difference. They help us expand our reach in search results, and they help us reach more great listeners like you who might enjoy our show. And remember, yes, the days are long and the years are short, 
don't forget, the days are sometimes effing long, so let's be here for each other. We got this. Bye!